Good morning. Today, I want you to think about becoming critical thinkers in your life and not take everything at face value. You know, we're living in crazy times and money has polluted the minds and agendas of a number of industries. The most obvious are the pharmaceutical, the food industry, banking, and of course, the list goes on and on. But I recently came across one that I would never have guessed about. Have you noticed how many charitable organizations there are? Recently, I had an opportunity to visit a registered charitable organization. I was blown away by the size of their corporate offices and the number of telemarketers they had. They had a state-of-the-art multimedia studio. I think they had four studios, which put out video, print, and audio content. It was a full-blown operation. After they showed me around, they invited me to the confirmation conference room and introduced me to many of their department heads, highly qualified, well-educated, professional people. After patiently listening to their presentation and the wonderful work they were doing in Africa, India, and Asia, I was given an opportunity to ask them some questions. My first question, which had been burning in my mind all along, was what is their burn rate to sustain their operation and what percentage of the donation went to covering that? At first, they were a little shocked at my asking that question, very hesitant to reply. But eventually, one said a little nervously that it was 65%. In other words, for every dollar I donated, 65 cents would go to, go, go, would go to overhead and operations, and 35%, 35 cents would go towards the cost. And that does not include the burn rate at the other end. I am so grateful for that trip, as it opened my eyes and encouraged me to question where my charity funds go. On doing further research into charitable organizations, I found that the average operation cost was 30 to 95% of the funds raised. Just find out what the founders of the charity are taking as a salary. Look at their lifestyle, how they live, the kind of cars they drive, and you'll get your answers. Even look at the charity fundraising events held at prestigious, glamorous venues. When you dig a little deeper, from the $1,000 plate charity gala event, about $750 to $800 go into overhead. That's when I want to scream out in my head, no, 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 thank you. I'll find my own charitable cause. I believe that in charity, we have a certain responsibility and accountability. We need to use our intellect, our emotions, and our funds. To me, the first two are more important than money. There's a lot that one can do to change the world if we apply our intellect and emotions. Our money will go much further if we do it with passion and strategy. Now, when someone comes to me looking for a donation, I no longer feel obligated to give due to social pressure. I have finally found the courage to be honest and say that I'm involved and committed to certain situations already. Thank you. I no longer give to any charity that is a professional organization. My rule is that I have to see firsthand where and to whom the money is going and for what. I believe that we need to make the effort and go and seek the people that are really hurting and need our help. We should not just wait for someone to come to our door for us to give to them and then feel good about it. That's not enough. When we find the authentic people who really, really need our help, I believe that we need to make a long-term commitment to them and to help them resolve their core problems. For example, if it's lack of funds, let's make a commitment to help them get jobs by teaching them skills. If it's health issues, by all means, help them get the treatment immediately, but also see what you can do to teach the importance of hygiene. I've found in most poverty-stricken situations, lack of hygiene and pure drinking water and lack of garbage and water disposal are the core reasons for disease. So we need to address these for the long run. I would much rather commit to take full responsibility for 10 years to educate one of their children than give random charity.
By educating one child in that family, you can eradicate the cycle of poverty and dependency. I would much rather teach a skill that can lead to a small home-run business to the mother than give to a professional charity. This would give them their dignity back. So let's start our blessing account today. Find a beautiful jar and place it by the front door. Every time you leave the house, drop something into that jar. It could be a few pennies, or it might be what you would spend on a cup of coffee. If your hands pick up a larger note, don't go back into the purse looking for a smaller one. Just place what you've picked up. That's where it's meant to be. Then make the intentions and, pray, and the prayer and be grateful that you're blessed to find situations in which you can help. You will be amazed that once you're seeking, you will come across people who are too proud to ask, but they're dying inside from the stress of their needs. Once you find your situation, be grateful and get to know the situation and strategize. How can you help on a long-term basis? Even get your friends involved and do a project in a, as a team. Do it with dignity, but establish some rules. May your blessings count be one of the purposes of your life and be a source of you feeling fulfilled. Amen. Love you all. Have a wonderful day.